Frank and Hobbo. And Dave Deck is with me in studio. All right. Welcome, welcome. Who's talking is live. Vince is pushing buttons. Hopefully everybody can hear us. All right. Hubbo's, like I said, Hubbo is in JPJ. Dave Deck is with me in studio. We have Dave Glenn joining us later in the show. And we got uh, Dr. O, a.k.a. Dr. Owusu Achao, to help us with the Ortho Virginia Injury Report. Dave Deck is going to help me later in the program with the Olympic sports report for, for UVA uh, presented by our good friends at Friday's. And we have appetizers today in studio, thanks to the nice people at Friday's. All right. Hobbo, you there, big man? Hey, I'm there. Wait, wait, wait. tell me, uh, you got appetizers in the studio and I'm not there? What's going on yeah, here? We got, we got food tonight. Hobbo, Hobbo, there's so much food in here, I think we're just going to hang around. Uh, they don't know that I, I smuggled in a bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace. We're yeah. going to have a big time. <laughs> you know, I know we got uh, Tony Grillo next week. I expected big time appetizers then. Well, we may not be recovered by then, but we're going to have fun tonight. All right, Hobbo. Uh, remember, we got we got to remember we're on radio tonight, and you are at JPJ. And give us your uh, early preview of this big game tonight that means so much to the Cavaliers. No, I'm uh, sitting in the media area. The the clock is winding down to 48 minutes until tip. Watching the Hurricanes out there warming up. Uh, you know, I I think one of the big things for people to watch tonight, if they're uh, watching from home and they're not here, is the matchup between Jordan uh, Minor and uh, Norchad O'Meara. You know, they're they're both strong physical guys. Uh, O'Meara, uh, just looking here, they have him listed at six seven two forty. I think Miner's like six eight two forty two. They're both incredibly strong, and I, I think one of the early strategies by Coach Larinaga will be to try to get the ball on each possession early, down in the low blocks to O'Meara, attempting to get Miner in foul trouble. Because if Miner can't, if he has to leave the game because of foul difficulty, that changes Virginia's whole defensive scheme. Because I think Miner is capable of guarding O'Meara one-on-one, but if Blake Buchanan comes in, he's going to have to have help, and that's going to free up some shooters and make things a little more difficult. So watch uh, Jordan Miner's foul trouble, especially in the first 10 minutes. All right, my question to you is, since Tony is a coaching genius, why won't he do the same thing to Larinaga and and feed the ball inside maybe from Beekman directly into Miner and say, let's get Ormir in foul trouble, right? Well, that's true. There's two ends of the floor. Now, I I would say say at this point in time, Ormir may uh, have a few more low-post skills than Miner, but certainly Jordan Miner has demonstrated in recent games an ability to play near the basket, so uh, that's a very valid point. So maybe the point is... uh, keep an eye on which of the two big guys uh, gets in foul trouble because that could be a main factor. And O'Meara, you know, he's the leading scorer for Miami. Uh, Looking here, he's averaging uh, 18 
6.3 points per game. So he's a he's a key contributor. Obviously, Matthew Cleveland, the transfer from Florida State, is really a gifted player. I would think Ryan Dunn will match up on him, and and Nigel Pax, uh, who's a very good shooter. I would think Reese Beekman will spend a lot of time on him. So some really fascinating uh, matchups in tonight's game. You know, for Virginia, you know, it's also interesting from a tempo standpoint. Uh, the Cavs are averaging 65 a game. Miami's averaging 80. So it's going to be a battle as to who controls the tempo. Obviously, uh, Virginia would like to slow things down a little bit. Uh, Virginia did a good job at Clemson, only six turnovers, so they need to avoid live ball turnovers because you don't want to let Miami get out in transition. And uh, it it ultimately comes down to shooting. Uh, Virginia only made five threes at Clemson. Uh, Groves had three of them. Obviously, IMAC had maybe the biggest one late with the four-point play, and Rhodey had a three in the first half. So uh, Virginia may need to shoot the ball a little better. Hopefully, Groves will stay hot. You know, I, I think Groves uh, has found his mojo. He's He seems very comfortable on the floor now, and uh, he's he's gotten comfortable with the personnel. He knows his role, and it's freed his mind just to think about stroking the ball because he's, he's shooting lights out. I mean, there was a game recently. Yeah, he's, that, he's clearly uh, gained a lot of confidence. He's been working hard on it. You know, he's he's the classic what they call stretch four. Yep. You know, he's he's out there to, to make the uh, the other team's four guys come out on the perimeter. You know, he, he does a lot of pick and pop, as they say. He'll set the pick, and rather than roll to the basket, he'll pop out to the three-point line. Takes a lot of pressure off uh, IMAC to have another guy on the floor who stretches the floor, so to speak. And I, I just think it gives the whole offense a lot of flow. Uh, so expect him to play a lot of minutes tonight, and he's become a key cog in the uh, offensive scheme. There's no question about that. All right. Rebounding is a big issue. David has a question for you. Say, Jim, when Virginia was struggling earlier in the year, it seems like we were consistently game after game getting getting beat on the boards, and, and that seems to have turned around uh, recently, and I'm wondering if it's just Jordan Minor or is there a, a, a difference in the rest of the team as well. Well, Miner has made a big difference that, uh, you know, Ryan Dunn, I always describe him, he's a freakish athlete. He, he does things you're not supposed to be able to do. You know, he blocks shots. He made that great save on the ball late in the game against Clemson. Uh, he, you know, the little things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet that make the difference when winning, but his rebounding, you know, I think he's had nine, ten rebounds in recent games. So I think Miner being out there has freed him to use his athletic ability to go to the glass and uh, rebound the basketball. And I'm sure Tony has preached the idea that uh, all five guys have to be involved in rebounding. You know, the guards have to participate as well. So that, that clearly has been a key factor, especially limiting offensive rebounds. You know, it just it's, it's a heartbreaker to play great defense for 30 seconds, force a tough shot, and then get, not get the rebound and have to do it all over again. And that, that'll clearly be a factor again tonight, as it always is. Well, that certainly happened down at Clemson. And uh, we know Virginia was fortunate to uh, prevail late after missing all those one-and-ones. Let's talk about free throw shooting. It's something that drives me crazy. I know it's got to drive you nuts. You are a terrific free throw shooter. You and 
Park Hill never missed a free throw. What what can Tony do to somehow mentally help his players become more comfortable at the line? Well, they, you know, they were. I looked at the stats. They were nine for eleven until late when they missed the two front ends. You know, it's funny. That's always a stat I wish they had kept was free throw percentages in the last couple of minutes because it's it's a lot easier to make a free throw in the first half than it is a, a front end of a one and one when the game's on the line like it was at Clemson. You know, a lot of times it's just you know at the end of practice. You know, when guys are tired, put them on the free throw line, uh, make guys run sprints if you miss to try to put a little pressure on people. But, it, it, you know, it's hard to repl- replicate uh, end-of-game situations where the uh, outcome is on the line and you got, uh, in tonight's case, 14,000 people uh, in the in the crowd. Um, let me ask you one uh, big question. Uh, Reese Beekman, uh, many people have been writing – and commenting that Beekman has raised his game a whole nother notch, that he's uh, become more proficient as a passer, he's improved his ball handling, he's making better decisions on when to take over a game and take big shots and, and make those shots. What have you noticed from your perspective? Well, a lot of it is his offensive game. You know, his leadership clearly has gotten better. You know, he's taken on the responsibility. This is clearly his team. He's shooting the ball better, you know, sometimes not consistently making perimeter shots. He's great at attacking the rim. You know, he's a guy that you do want on the free throw line late. And it's interesting, uh, if you were here, you would notice the press area. I can't begin to tell you how many uh, cards there are for NBA scouts. So I think I'm sure they're here to see Ryan Dunn, uh, Reese Beekman, and several of the Miami, Miami players. But I think the NBA could have a convention here at JPJ tonight with the number of scouts. Uh, I was lucky to find a seat. You know, I don't. I don't think they provided for two seats. Maybe they realized only one of us was coming. Well, um, we'll talk about that later. All right. Let me ask you this: uh, uh, in terms of you know Tony figuring out his lineup and first players off the bench, um, how do you think that's going to go tonight? Uh, we know or we suspect strongly that Dante Harris has, has probably got some kind of small fracture in his foot or ankle, and that's what's bothering him. He labored getting back up the court uh, in some recent games, and, and, I'm, and I've got inside information that it was never a high ankle sprain. So... Who else do you envision? Yeah, just, uh, looking at the stack sheet, he only played six minutes the other day at Clemson. Payne uh, Murray played nine, so really, it, uh, you can't you can't even Groves for the two primary guys off the bench. Uh, obviously, Leon Bond uh, and Elijah Gertrude haven't played the last couple of days, a couple of games. Yep. Certainly, Buchanan's going to play. Groves is going to play. Uh, you know, Harris. You know. He, I think some of it, missing practice has probably impacted his timing. You know, his, yes. his shooting has seemed to be a little off. Yep. So hopefully as he gets to practice uh, over the next several weeks by tournament time, he'll be shooting the ball a little better because we certainly need him to uh, at least be a threat when he's on the floor. But the key is, you know, Reese Beekman is so good. I'm sure Tony wants him on the floor as much as possible. 
particularly in games that are coming down to the last couple of minutes. And I have to believe tonight's going to be another game that's going to be decided late. All right, quick prediction, Habo. Uh, the bookies have Virginia favored by five and a half points today. What do you think? Uh, let's go, uh, wow, 67-64. I, I, I think it's going to be a nail-biter. I wish it weren't. You know, I, I have a lot less stress when the game's comfortable, but uh, I think this one's going to come down to the wire. So hopefully we make uh, some free throws late if we're going to win the game. All right, we're going to leave it there, Habo. Thank you for uh, reporting from John Paul Jones Arena. Uh, bring Absolutely. home a W, big man. Have a great rest of the show, and uh, we'll see everybody or talk to them next week. See Very you, good. Thank you, Jim. All right. Uh, we've got a few more minutes before we go to break. Uh, I want to point out a couple things. With Virginia's big win at Clemson and Duke's loss to Carolina, Virginia has now moved into second place in the ACC. And uh, one thing that's really good that's happening, Virginia is climbing within the Ken Palm rank- rankings in the NET rankings, and also the BPI. And so they need all that. They've also gotten more votes today on the AP poll. I'm stunned that they're not like number 24-25. Virginia is that good. I watched a lot of games the last two weeks, recovering from my procedure. And let me tell you something. I've seen a lot of ugly basketball, a lot of lack of – a lot of teams that have no discipline. Um, Houston went on the road. Granted, it was Allen Fieldhouse. I know. But they did not look tight to me. Um, in fact, Kelvin Sampson looked like he was a little confused. Um, other games that interested me, I, I was I, I enjoyed watching Wisconsin play Zach Eady and the Purdue Boilermakers. And I, I honestly, Zach Eady is a is a slightly improved Glenn Sudhop. You, your listeners may recall Sudhop played for NC State, but he he doesn't turn and pivot quickly. I mean, he's like he's wearing cement bricks. Uh, would I you would, agree? I wouldn't want to guard him. So Yeah, well, he's just a ginormous man. Yeah. But uh, one thing that works in his favor is he's very calm. Yeah. Like, he's getting beat on a little bit, and he's, you know, big men don't like to run up and down the court as much as he has to. He doesn't seem to fight and get upset about that. And so his demeanor, that could be something that NBA could work with. All right. That's the music. That tells us we got like, not quite 30 seconds. Um, our next guest is Dr. Owusu Achao, a.k.a. Dr. O from Ortho, Virginia, to talk about the injury report. And we've got some new intel to share with you. Stay with us. Who's Talking continues in just a few minutes. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. 
Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Whether setting a UVA record for tackles in 1983 or heading up Hildrip Moving and Storage today, Charles McDaniel knows discipline and dedication. Hildrip Moving and Storage has a simple game plan to be the best moving services company, period. It's already been named a top moving and logistics provider across the region. Individuals or companies, near or far, one thing's clear. Next time you need a move, trust a who to get the job done. Call Hildrup, 1-800-476-6683. Get ready for the adrenaline charge precision crafted performance at Crown Acura Richmond. Introducing the TLX, powered by a VTEC turbo engine. Hold on tight as the MDX showcases performance for seven, delivering power and space in perfect harmony. At Crown Acura Richmond, we bring you power-packed performers, meticulously crafted second to none. Stop by 8704 West Broad Street and find precision crafted performance and now the seamless power of click lane crown acura richmond for precision crafted performance and effortless transactions my name is jody smith and i'm a sports medicine specialist with ortho virginia we provide medical coverage to local college athletic programs like u of r Camp sydney and many local high schools throughout richmond during football season we see a lot of traumatic injuries but we also see a lot of overuse injuries in the knee and shoulder overuse injuries are often easily prevented by making changes in the technique duration and intensity of exercise by making these changes we can eliminate downtime and keep patients active in a way that eliminates their pain. To learn more about sports medicine or to schedule an appointment with Dr. Smith, visit orthovirginia.com. The next time you're looking to catch a game with family and friends, check out what TGI Fridays has going on. The brand new grilled and sauce menu offers char-grilled steaks, chicken, and seafood with a variety of new sauces and sides. Fridays has some amazing new happy hour specials. Relax and take in Richmond's best TV package with $5 appetizers like saucy boneless wings, crispy Philly egg rolls, and the popular Szechuan pot stickers. Don't forget what Friday's is known for, delicious cocktails, cold beers, and weekly specials to end your workday like you deserve. Remember the day when kids with asthma were discouraged from playing sports? Well, not anymore. Game on. Asthma affects more than 20% of elite athletes and one in every six Olympic athletes. Youths and adults can participate with proper medication and training. Activities such as football, basketball, and swimming can cause flare-ups as well as cross-country. Talk with your allergist at Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists. Get tested, get treated, and get better. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. You're listening to Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, we're back. Second segment of Who's Talking Tonight. 
we got the Ortho Virginia Injury Report. And uh, we have our good friend, Dr. Uwusu Achao, a.k.a. Dr. O. Sounds like a secret agent, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's too nice to be a villain on James Bond. But he's a dookie. He is a dookie. But he, he's, he doesn't oh, act yeah. like a villain. Uh, Dr. Oh, Chow, no, how guy. are you, sir? Sorry, y'all hearing me okay? Yeah. I, I can hear you. How are you? Good, good, good. Somebody give that child yeah. some food. Oh, man, he's upset, man. But he's getting home soon. Look, man, it was hard for me to join today after what happened this past weekend. Listen, you know what? You're not going to win them all, right? <laughs> we did our best, though. You Remember last year, you guys went into Chapel Hill and beat them by 30. Yeah, you know, they're going to get us on the get-back every time, man. We're always going to split it. Well, you know, um, interesting. Um, we... Uh, we have a little bit of intel, and we have a few people that are connecting the dots, and this is speculation, but it's based upon some real intel. But Dante Harris, the Virginia guard, who was out for almost six weeks with a high ankle sprain, it's been learned that maybe he has a stress fracture in his foot or ankle. Oh, my. And... He's trying to play on it. His his minutes were way down in these recent games. And uh, he he had been coming in the game and playing 8, 9, 12 minutes. But in recent games, uh, I see five minutes. I do see 12 minutes against Notre Dame. But against Clemson, uh, one of the commentators said that they noticed that Harris, after he made a shot on the left baseline, he labored getting back up court, and anyhow, yeah. uh, let's let's assume for a moment. And again, we're speculating to some degree that it is a stress fracture or some small fracture in his foot. What can the uh, Virginia uh, Orthopedics Group in Charlottesville do to help that young man? Yeah, stress fractures are tough, man, and you hate to see, especially in a basketball player. So, I mean, it can go a few different ways. Depending on what part of the of the foot the stress fracture is in, sometimes we'll do a surgery to kind of stabilize that area, putting kind of a screw across that joint to keep it, give it a chance to heal or stabilize. That's especially true in places that don't have as much blood flow. You might have heard the term like Jones fracture before. Yes. And that's a common example of one. Now, I'm not sure what his is specifically, but that's one that for a basketball player, a lot of times you're getting surgery to stabilize it. But then some of them were just giving it time to heal. And either way, it's, it's quite a recovery to come back from. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you know, some weeks ago, uh, Tony Bennett and the staff burned uh, the red shirt on Elijah Gertrude, who had uh, ACL surgery last year during his senior year in high school. And they were trying to protect him with red shirting and let him ease his way back. And they, they couldn't do it because I think that original – the original diagnosis was kind of scary. Like we might not get Harris back. Right. So they had to do it anyway. uh, We hope you're doing well. Obviously you're, you're trying to find some food for that young man. And we, we hope you're successful. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right, fellas. We'll talk to y'all next time. Hey, remember this, remember this, the blue devils get those tar heels again. This time it'll be in Cameron indoor. It'll probably be a different outcome, right? Be on our turf. Yeah, man. You know, we got to come back now. Listen, you take care of yourself. Have a great night.
All right, you too. Thank you. All right, that was that was Doctor Owusu Chow um, at Ortho Virginia. They they you know lovingly call him Doctor O over there, and uh, obviously he's got patience more than I ever had because you know I would have found a bag and put it over the child for a few minutes. But anyway, uh, I'm just kidding, people. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, we got about a minute to go. Any I thought comments? that was another Duke fan. <laughs> Well, maybe the child was very hurt by that loss yeah. over the weekend. It could have been that. I mean, it's it's possible. Um, all good. All right. Uh, Hobgood talked about a few things uh, from JPJ in the first segment, and so we're going to keep an eye on the matchups between Jordan Miner and Ormir, Ryan Dunn covering Cleveland, Reese Beekman covering Pack. We all know that Virginia has got to stifle Miami's offense because Miami has been scoring – at a crazy rate. If you're averaging 80 points a game, that's nuts. All right, we're going to head to break. We come back on the other side. We've got our good friend, uh, Dave Glenn, who is a legend down in the Carolinas. He's been the North Carolina sportscaster many times. Anyhow, we're going to break. Stay with us. Who's Who's Talking continues in a few minutes. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrists, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Thank you to all the Virginia Athletics Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Chico Bennett Jr., defensive end for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Lose, baby. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434 982 55 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult and Residential Services. There are two locations in Virginia, Richmond and Newport News. To learn more, go to phasoncenter.org. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. 
888-2888. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understanding Understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Dr. Robert Call's company, Clinical Research Partners, needs you to participate in a clinical trial to help tomorrow's medicines here today. Without you, there are no new medicines. So call us today at 804-477-3045 and see if we have a clinical trial for your health issue. We will be enrolling for flu study this fall. You could help make the difference for many other folks with your same problem. Think of it. You could be somebody else's hero. Dr. Call is advancing medicine to improve lives. The only way to get closer to the Cavaliers is to make the team. This is Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobo-Hobga on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, we're back. Segment three tonight, and uh, I'm fired up. Got a longtime friend, awesome contributor, and it's clearly one of the most uh, widely respected folks in all of the ACC media. This is good friend Dave Glenn joining us. Dave, welcome to Who's Talking Tonight. Hey, Frank. It's great to be with you, and Hobbo as always. Well, Hobbo's at JPJ. He's taking the night off and having fun at the ball game, and they're going to tip off in about 30 minutes, 29 minutes. But uh, All we, right, I get you all to myself. Yeah, Here we go. It just, it's just <laughs> Maloney and Glenn. Uh, all right, so I know you being a uh, Tar Heel Law grad, you very happy over the weekend as the, as the Heels took care of business against the Dukies. Uh, was that a 10-point margin? Roughly. Roughly. Um at at one point, I think the final score is ninety three eighty four. Um, I thought Carolina came out with purpose, unlike last year in that same matchup. And they said, you know, the Dukies are not celebrating on uh, in in the Dean Dome. We, we're gonna we're gonna take care of these guys. And R.J. Davis from the beginning, uh, he showed he meant business, didn't he? No doubt about it. And he's the leading candidate for ACC Player of the Year. And that's a guy who wasn't even voted preseason All-ACC at all, R.J. Davis. He's been a good player in this league for multiple years. He's never been a truly elite player, but he is that now. I mean, he's shooting 40% on three-plus percent on three-pointers, 90-plus percent from the free-throw line, 
He's been at or above 20 points per game all season. And I'll tell you this, you know, they all knew that Duke went 2-0 and against the Tar Heels in John Shire's rookie year as the Blue Devils head coach last year. Of course, prior to that, it was Hubert Davis sending Coach K into retirement with a couple of huge wins by the Heels. So this rivalry rarely disappoints, as Jay Billis likes to say. And the Tar Heels got not only a good performance from R.J. Davis, but Baycott was incredible with 25 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Yeah, let's hold the phone. Yeah. What what inspired him? I've watched at least five games recently by the Heels, and he looked like he was in a coma. And then that game Saturday, he looked like every rebound mattered to save his life. I mean, he was... He was a different guy. What What do you think got him, got him going? I think a lot matters with matchups, and he is certainly not intimidated by anybody in the Duke lineup. Kyle Filipowski is the one seven-footer, yep. uh, but he plays kind of outside and inside. So Armando sometimes struggles with the most athletic, long-armed big guys. That's been the case for him his entire Carolina career. He is 6'10", but he's 240 or so. He doesn't get off the ground well. So against some opponents, I think he just lifts, licks his chops and says, I can dominate this, this game. Um, he said after the Duke win that the ACC runs through me, Armando Vecot said. Uh, but you're right. I think because he has more confidence in his teammates this year, not just RJ playing so well, but also Harrison Ingram, the Stanford transfer, has been absolutely incredible including against Duke on Saturday night. Baycott feels that he can have a six- or eight-point night and the Heels can still win. So I think some of his numbers are down a little bit, but Hubert Davis, the Carolina coach, did point out recently, Frank, that he needed that more dominant version of Armando Baycott Yes, the Heels are going to want to get where they want to go this year. Well, it was obvious to me. Now, let's talk about the rest of that lineup, and we got to give Carolina credit Right now, they're ten and one in the conference, eighteen and four overall, uh, number three in the AP poll. Their their net has fallen to nine. Uh, Ken Palm rating has them eight, which I think is ludicrous, and they're ninth in the BPI. Uh, and that brings me to all these measurements, whatever you want to call these things, these metrics. Um, is the ACC just getting? a raw deal across the nation? I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, I understand Florida State has got a flawed resume, but here's yeah. Virginia. Virginia is 17-5, and 8-3, and three, and their their net is 42. The Ken Palm is 57, and their BPI is 35. I mean, come on. These guys are not chopped liver, and they're getting better. Yeah, some of it, some of it has been ridiculous, Frank. And, for example, some relatively prominent media members in recent weeks have suggested that even the Mountain West Conference is better than the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah, what a bunch of... (laughs) Yeah, what's strange about that is if you lined them all up and you played head-to-head, even the metrics suggest that the ACC teams would win a large majority of the games against Mountain West opponents. Just head-to-head, right? And there aren't many better measuring sticks than that. I do think it's fair to say that the ACC does not have as much quality depth as the Big 12. I would say it's fair to say they don't have as much quality depth as the Big East. After that, things get a little closer. 
but I try to remind everybody that come Selection Sunday, that committee does not care whether you are ranked the first, second, fifth, or sixth best league in America. They don't care. It all comes down to who are the next teams on the board and what does their resume look like. And in the ACC, remember, Carolina has great non-conference wins to go with that great in-conference record. Yep. Duke has some great Duke has some great non-conference wins. Clemson has some great non-conference wins. And you see them projected into the NCAA tournament right now by the bracketologists. Even Virginia Tech has a couple of nice non-conference wins. Most others do not have much on that non-conference resume among ACC teams. So they're going to have to grab their quad wins, quad one wins elsewhere. And, you know, because there's only a couple of top 10 teams in the ACC this year, there just aren't many remaining quad one games left on most of these ACC team schedules. And that's, and you know what, that is crazy stuff that so much emphasis is placed on the non-conference schedule. All right. I want to point out something. Uh, Clemson has a big game against your Tar Heels this week. Um, is this do or die for Brad Brunell and the and the Tigers? No, I think they, they're in a stronger position than most. I would say after Carolina and Duke, remember, Clemson beat a South Carolina team head-to-head that is now ranked in the national top 25. Yes. Clemson took on Alabama and beat the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa, which is a nice win. Clemson also beat a TCU team that's been in the top 25 fairly often this season. Uh, and then obviously they have some solid um, – ACC wins, although the Tigers' conference record is not quite as good as some others. So I actually think this is one of Brad Brownell's better teams in his 14 years at Clemson. Uh, he hasn't made the NCAA tournament frequently in that decade plus, but he's made it a handful of times and even made the Sweet 16 once. I, I think this is an NCAA tournament caliber uh, Tigers team. And remember, Frank, when you lose to Carolina, if that's what happens to the Tigers, it doesn't really hurt their resume. Right. It doesn't hurt when you lose to the best teams, but it's an opportunity if you need to polish your resume. So it's kind of, you know, Clemson's track record in Chapel Hill, as you know, is pretty horrible <laughs> historically. They, um, have they ever won there? That, that recently ended. I mean, it yes. was a 60-plus year streak, and I'm trying to remember the exact year, but it finally went away. Um but it's kind of just a free whack at the pinata for Clemson. If the Tigers lose, they're not going to lose any PowerPoints or, or you know tournament consideration. But if they win, obviously that becomes the crown jewel of their resume. Well, one thing I start doing this time of the year is I start looking at the standings in the ACC and I start uh, cutting up the, uh, the standings in such a way as these are the top four, they're going to get a double buy. And then there's another mm-hmm. group of – six, seven teams that are fighting for the single buy, and then there's uh, you know, the final four or five teams who are just trying to find something. Scary, yeah. scary. If Clemson loses this next game, they'll be four and seven in conference. And yeah. all those good things that happened back in October, November, and December won't matter because they won't get any buys and they're gonna be uh they're gonna land in at at the uh what is it, the United One Center now up in D.C.? They're going to be basically uh, arriving on fumes and likely to get bounced right away with no energy going into any tournament. Um, Looking at NC State, Kevin Keats and the Wolfpack 
are hanging around. I think they're going to surpass Florida State and jump into the top four. Wake might have something to say about that. And then obviously Miami. Miami's season is somewhat dependent upon tonight's game in Charlottesville because right now they're 6-5 and five in conference, and their net Ken Palm rating, BPI, and everything else is not positive. They had a bad out-of-conference schedule and results. If they don't win this game tonight, they they fall. I mean, they, they fall behind Syracuse, and maybe even Pitt can surpass them. But uh, what do you think about the rest of the ACC? Well, when I look ahead, the way you framed that question at the beginning, obviously Carolina is going to be one of those double-buy teams. I think Duke and UVA are going to finish in the top four also. Um, and I say that not only because of their current record, but just how they're playing. The Cavaliers obviously playing much better lately than they were previously. Yes. UNC, Duke, and Virginia, to me, are NCAA tournament teams and double bye teams. After that, you're right, it does get crazy. I mean, I believe Clemson could go 10-10 and in the ACC and still make the NCAA tournament because of those non-conference wins I mentioned earlier. Right. But most of these other teams just can't do that. They, they need to climb the, the standings. I think Wake is, if I had to pick today, is the best bet to join UNC, Virginia, and Duke uh, you know, in setting themselves up well for the ACC tournament. And I'll be there in D.C. I hope to see you as always. Yes. Um, State is, is an intriguing team, and they have one of the better transfers in the league and their point guard, D.J. Horn, who's playing very well for them. He can shoot. Good gracious. Week. That guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a creative guy with the ball, and, and when he's on, man, he's really on. I personally am a little more skeptical of the Wolfpack as an NCAA tournament candidate. Right. They're just extremely inconsistent offensively, uh, although they're streaky on that side of the ball. All right. Um, what do you make of Syracuse and the new head coach, Jim Beheim basically said goodbye to everyone with that crazy press conference that we attended, <laughs> which he was asked three different ways, you know, is this I your remember. last year? Do you want to stay co- a coach? Do you, you know, what do you want to do? And he could not have been more ambivalent. And uh, then he found out half an hour later that he had already been replaced by Autry. But what do you think of uh, Syracuse this year? I don't think they're an NCAA tournament team, but I have been impressed by how hard they play for Adrian Autry. Yep. And they're actually playing pretty darn good defense for him as well. Yep. Uh, offense, offensively, I don't think the Orange has enough. To, to you know, Judah Mintz is a heck of a point guard. He just doesn't get enough help on most nights. Right. So obviously, Adrian Autry needs to hit the recruiting trail, which he's done. He's he's actually along with Duke and Carolina among the programs that have signed. You know, uh, a McDonald's All American to the yes. ACC. All right, we're um, gonna so more good than bad, but not not the big dance this year. I don't think for sure. Dave, we're gonna have to leave it there. Thank you for calling in tonight. It was a lot of fun, and we hope to bring you back in time for the tournament. We hope you have a great week, sir. All right, uh, we're headed to break. Got uh, the uh, Friday's Friday's Olympic report coming up next. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus 
business, sales, and marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Lang, Senior Vice President of Real Estate Finance at Town Bank Richmond. I'm a proud UVA graduate, and I see Cavalier pride extending out to everybody. Players, students, fans, everyone. That same sense of community is what you'll find at Town Bank Richmond. This is a bank that, like UVA fans, believes in being an integral part of the community. That's why we lend money only to local businesses and why we give back. Go Hoos and go Town Bank Richmond. Visit townbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. From 1982 to 1985, Charles McDaniel was a dominating linebacker for the Hoos, even setting a UVA record with 130 tackles in 1983. Now, serving as president and CEO of Hildrup Moving and Storage, McDaniel's game plan is simple, to be the best moving services company, period. He and his expert team help move individuals, government agencies, and companies near or far. So next time you need help moving, trust a Who to get the job done. And call Hildrup at 1-800-476-6683. Hey guys, lots of new stuff happening at your Richmond area TGI Fridays. New lunch menu starting at $8.99 with classic dishes and healthier options. $5 happy hour apps. So awesome we now offer them Monday through Friday. And what's really great, fresh hand-battered chicken and unbelievable hand-breaded shrimp. So come on down, grab a cold beer, dine with friends, and catch the who's. In here, it's always Friday with drink specials all day, every day. At Crown Acura Richmond, we're taking convenience to the next level with Click Lane, where buying or trading your car has never been easier. Visit CrownAcuraRichmond.com to explore our stunning lineup, and with Click Lane, you can easily navigate the process from the comfort of your home. Or come to 8704 West Broad Street, where you'll find precision craft performance and now the seamless power of ClickLane. Crown Acura Richmond for precision-crafted performance and effortless transaction. Clinical Research Partners, a Richmond-based clinical research company, is working to help develop more effective medicines to treat conditions other than cancer. Dr. Robert Call co-founded Clinical Research Partners after a long career as a respected allergist. Dr. Call played football for the Cavs and is a UVA med school alumnus. We have to keep looking for better ways to treat disease because not everyone responds to what's currently available and new diseases such as COVID continue to occur. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, We are passionate about getting you back in the game. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo-Hopka on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right. 
right, we're back. Who's Talking is live. Frank Maloney in studio. Hubbo's JPJ. Hope you heard his uh, preview of tonight's big game between the Hurricanes and the Wahoos. Uh, I got Dave Deck in studio. First off, a couple of interesting notes here. Our Olympic sports report is brought to you by our good friends at Friday's, and they uh, presented a wonderful sampler of appetizers tonight. So good. The, the That honey glazed chicken thing is outrageous. The the dumplings are outrageous. We had, uh, what else did we have in there? We had, uh, what else do we have in there? We had the mozzarella sticks. And there was one more item. I'm, I'm missing it. Can't remember. Oh, oh. What is it? Meatballs. Oh, my goodness. Woo! <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. All right. Uh, UVA's men tennis. Number three going into the weekend, lost badly at Ohio State and lost a nail biter at, at Kentucky. Uh, women's tennis lost uh, a tough match to number five Michigan. Um, it, essentially, it was it was not UVA tennis's best weekend. UVA women's basketball had a tough week last week. They lost to the Hokies, sixty-three to seventy-six midweek, and then on the weekend they lost. To Clemson and JPJ, 69-75. And Virginia led in that game. And I think there was a lot of hurt feelings because they just they couldn't get it together. All right. As promised on uh, Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, good friend Dave Deck is going to give us the UVA men's lacrosse preview. So, Frank, thank you. It's uh, one of my favorite times of the year. When the uh, men's lacrosse team starts, we uh, open this weekend with uh, a game against Michigan at noon on Saturday. And before we get too far into what the team's going to look like, next Saturday, Virginia will be here in Richmond against University of Richmond at 1 o'clock. So. Robin Stadium. There's no reason not to go out and see. Fill it up. See that game. The Spiders gave Maryland a fit. They lost double overtime. Double overtime, yeah. If, if you don't go to this game, you 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 don't have a pulse. I mean, yeah. it's... It'll be a terrific game. But anyway, go ahead, Dave. So Virginia uh, will uh, introduce a new offensive coordinator uh, in Kevin Cassis. It'll be really terrific to see what he brings to the team. Um, He had a legendary playing career at Duke and played professionally as well. A little bit more midfield bent, uh, but he's had head coaching experience, so he knows how to dissect film. Uh, He knows how to game plan and so forth, and he and Lars are are, uh, pretty good friends. Um, Virginia has consistently recruited um, very, very well over the last few years, and, and the team coming in is, is, uh, includes the nation's number one recruit. Um, there'll be plenty of familiar faces, uh, Connor Schellenberger, Griffin Schutz, um, Cole Kastner, uh, and so forth. But, the uh, goalie. Pl- yeah, Matt Noons. Um, plenty of new faces as well, and, and uh, so Virginia brings in uh, the, the few players that I'm really, really, really interested to see, Jack Boyden, the transfer from Division Three, Tufts, who seems to be able to do anything offensively on a field. Joey Terenzi, uh, who sat out last year. Um, John Schroeder, I'm really anxious to see as a defender. Um, and there are many, many others. And, and uh, so Virginia's got a challenging schedule this year, but they, the uh, future looks very, very bright. And um, really, really excited about it. All right, if you had to put your finger on one thing that coach, head coach Lars Tiffany hopes to accomplish 
in the early part of the season? What is he trying to do? Shore up uh, and continue to uh, play tough, tough short stick midfield defense. Um, we've got experience at long stick, uh, but we, we lost um, – uh, a Matt, number of Matt, tough short stick midfielders yeah, last year, right, and, right. and I think that's a, a key part of the game. Um, you know, our offense is going to keep on clicking as long as Schellenberger there and and uh, um, Schutz and and Peyton Cormier and so forth. That'll be a prolific offense again. And they got the newcomer Millen. Yeah, McKay Millen, number one recruit coming in. He's he's uh, I think I saw him described as the Energizer Bunny. He'll remind a lot of people of uh, people of Connor Schellenberger as well. Well. I, for one, am excited. I know you're going to go see the team practice tomorrow. Yep. Uh, how excited are you to uh, check out the Cavaliers? Oh, it's it's going to be fun. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll learn a lot just to practice. So, well, uh, I, for one, am excited to hear that report. All right, looking ahead for the Cavaliers uh, in all the Olympic sports, uh, it's kind of unbelievable. But uh, UVA baseball starts on the 16th of this month which seems insane. They go to play a three-game series against Hofstra. Uh, UVA men's golf goes to the Puerto Rico Classic on the 11th. Women's golf is going to San Diego State for that Classic, and that's that's on the 12th. Men's lacrosse, we just mentioned, hosts Michigan this coming Saturday at noon. Uh, get off your couch and go up and watch lacrosse. Uh, women's lacrosse, their first game is away at Liberty uh, that's a tough game on Friday at 4 p.m. Um, and also looking here, UVA men's basketball, uh, after tonight's game against Miami, they have a number of days to practice and uh, get ready for the road trip down at Florida State. That is a tough place to play in Tallahassee. Uh, women's basketball is at Boston College in the Conte Forum. It's a tough matchup. And then they're also at Wake Forest down in Winston-Salem, so it's a Tough schedule for the uh, the Lady Cavaliers. Uh, number one, Virginia women's swimming and number 20, men's swimming are kicking off this weekend at the Aquatic and Fitness Center at UVA. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Who's Talking looks forward to a big show next week. We got Dan Bonner reporting on basketball, and we got head lacrosse coach Lars Tiffany joining us to talk about his lacrosse team and Dr. Jody Smith. I uh, hope you've had fun tonight. Dave, De- Dave Deck and I have had a blast in yep. studio, and uh, we're going to leave it there. Go Wahoos. Go Hoos. Thanks for listening to Who's Talking on Sports Radio 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. Brought to you by Clinical Research Partners, Ortho Virginia, Town Bank, Jeff McDonald and Associates, TGI Fridays, Crown Acura, The Sabre, Hildrup Moving and Storage, Canal Capital, Virginia Athletics Foundation, Maxwell and Associates, Invictus Sales and Marketing, and Mitchell Endoscopy. From the Pearson Signature Dealership Studio, this is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, WRNL Richmond and WRVQ HD2 Richmond. Always live on the free Odyssey app.